We think that she was, in fact, clean and that her memory became the myth. I definitely feel that there's a presence in Okay. <laughs> check, check. And now I'm too high. Uh, Don't okay. Talk. Yes, check. Check, check, check. That'll do for me. Why do you keep it so far away from you? Because I'm not going to talk way the no, fuck I in mean here. No, I mean nothing. Like, so you could oh, because it's summertime before. and everything is harder because it's hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's summertime and everything's hot. Summer, summer. <laughs> Uh, hi, Stacy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome back to the Soft Shoulder Podcast. We're back. We're back. We took a break because we're dumb. Yeah, we're tired. <laughs> it's summertime. There's too much things happening. Grampy needs his rest. I can't even talk. There's too much things happening. <laughs> There's too much things happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired and I don't like early Fleetwood Mac at all. Oh, I do. Except for all the blues. All for the da- I don't like the dad blues. <sighs> There's some of it that's good. Some of it's okay, I guess. You know what's not okay, though? What? Camel. The band Camel? <laughs> yeah, the band Camel sucks. <laughs> so, well, I was, we were both sitting here researching because we're going in uh, hot with this one. Uh, Stacy's been listening to Camel. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's been been great. I didn't like it. <laughs> we'll make sure we play some. <laughs> um, guess what? What? Guess who is kind of responsible for Fleetwood Mac? Um, think of the most notorious, famous piece of shit dirtbag you know. Oh, Eric Clapton? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Clapton's got his fingers in too many pies. Man, all roads lead back to that shithead. Oh, yeah. Um, basically, what happened was is... Also, fuck you, Clapton. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fuck you, Clapton. Uh, Peter Green. One of the founders of yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Joined the band John Mayall and the Blues Breakers. I know that band. Yes, because Eric Clapton quit. Oh, right, because Eric Clapton was like, sorry, I'm too shitty to be in this band anymore. Yeah. See ya. I'm going to go chase some trim. <laughs> what? Huh? He's running down strange. What? He's <laughs> looking for love. Oh, I don't know what the kids are saying these days. <laughs> Um, so at that point, Green was Running in the band. Running down trim, I don't like that. Running down trim. <laughs> Is that what you said? I, I think so. <laughs> These were all off the dome. <laughs> okay. You just made them up. I thought that was an actual honest to God saying. <laughs> well, I mean, it. It. it anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Peter Green joined John Mayall and the Blues Breakers. Um, this is in 1967, and in that band was our boy, Nick Fleetwood. Oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah, another founding member of Fleetwood Mac. Weird-looking man. Love him. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love Nick Fleetwood so much. Yeah. My, I would say, probably my second favorite member of Fleetwood Mac. 
Who's your first fave? Oh, definitely Lindsay Buckingham. <laughs> Guy's crazy. Can't get enough of them curls. <laughs> no, I can't. And those fucking shark eyes that he has. He does have shark eyes, doesn't yeah, he? I love him. Just because he's he just seems like a complete nut. He does seem like a loose cannon. Yeah, which like I'm all about. You're all about the loose cannon. Yeah. As long as you don't have to directly interact with him. No, I, just, I like my man with a bit of danger. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> And Mick Fleetwood's a bit of a noodle man, too. He's definitely a bit of a noodle man. Yeah. And by that, you mean? <laughs> you know, like, like it's like if you took a man and then you took a rolling pin and you just gave it a quick roll out and you're like, here you go. Everything's we... a little bit longer and looser. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so Peter Green was also in another band with uh, Mick Fleetwood called Peter B's uh, Lunars. And oh, other sorry, but Peter Green was in two bands with Mick Fleetwood. Okay, uh, Peter B's Lunars and Shotgun Express. And Shotgun Express featured our boy Rod Stewart. Oh, damn, on lead vocals. Apparently. Oh, damn. When I first saw you, this strange kind of feeling set my head reeling like I hit the ceiling. The same thing happened to me then, baby. Something kind of crazy. At this point, the Bluesbreakers were Peter Green, Mick Fleetwood, John Mayall, and John McVie. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and basically, they went in and recorded five songs, and one of them was named Fleetwood Mac. Oh, huh. Yeah. That it sounds was, familiar. It was named after the rhythm section of the Bluesbreakers. Which was Mick Fleetwood and... John McVie. John McVie. Yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Oh, it all makes <laughs> sense now. <laughs> uh, at this point, uh, Green suggested that they start their own band. Okay. And he said they should call it Fleetwood Mac. <gasps> what a great name. Because he was trying to use the name to entice John McVie to join the band. Oh. You yeah. had a real uh, thing for John McVie, huh? How could you not? Such I mean, he's that, pretty cool. bass, I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... John McVie didn't want to. He didn't want to leave the Blues Breakers because he just decided that like that was a steady paycheck and it's just what he wanted to do with it. Every time you say Blues Breakers, I just think you're going to say Blues Brothers. I know, man. <laughs> what was that band from Blues Brothers 2000 that had like everybody in the world in it? I don't care. I didn't watch it. You sent it to me one time and I was just like... Uh... The Louisiana Gator Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure we throw some of that in too. Oh, great. The people definitely <laughs> want to hear that. <laughs> Your love is like a... So, Green, Fleetwood, a new guy named Jeremy Spencer, Uh and a bassist uh, named Bob Brunning or Bruning uh, started Fleetwood Mac. Okay. But the thing is, is that Bob Bruning was told right off the bat that if John McVie wanted to join the band, then he was out. He's <laughs> like, dude, you're just a placeholder. Just keeping his seat warm. Exactly. Um, <laughs> which is what happened. Oh, damn. So. Oh, how's Bruni doing now? I have no idea what he's he up to. Did? He did? Probably. 
Maybe. Let me look it up. Bob okay. Bruni? We're looking at Bob Bruni, and I'm going to try to remember members of the Louisiana Gator Boys. Uh, How do you spell Bruni? Uh, B, oh my God, what is it? B-R-U-N-N-I-N-G. Bruning. Louisiana Gator Boys. There was B.B. King, Shithead Eric Clapton, uh, Erica Badu was there. He's dead. Is he dead? When did he die? He died in October 2011. That sucks. There's a cute picture of him as an old man here where he has really big ears. <laughs> well, rest in, rest in peace. Yes. Bob Bruning. <laughs> Uh, where are we at? They released an album at this point, just a self-titled album. It did okay, I guess. Their second album was called Mr. Wonderful. Uh, at this point, they got a 18-year-old uh, on guitar named Danny Kerwin. Who do you think the titular Mr. Wonderful was? Bob Bruning. You think so? Probably. <laughs> That's my guess. Uh, I think it's Mick Fleetwood on the cover. Is it? I think so. They love Mick Fleetwood. I All mean, if you looked like Mitt Fleetwood, wouldn't you want people to take pictures of you too? Not that he's like, he's just a, he's a weird looking man. Yeah, for sure. Is it them they call daddy? Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think they call him daddy. What's with all the really loving Mick Fleetwood? I don't know. I mean, I kind of get it. <laughs> I think the band should have been called... Nope, never mind. I was trying to put together <laughs> Bruning and Kerwood. Jason Trim? <laughs> what was the other one? I don't Hound know. and Strange. Oh, I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> no, it's not good. Uh, so after this, they released like kind of like two uh, like EPs or like compilations. They released English Rose, which was just half of Mr. Wonderful, and then a couple new Kerwin songs. Yeah, that's a real sneaky move. Yeah, for sure. And then they released The Pious Bird of Good Omen. Which I love just various singles and b-sides but i love that name yeah it's it's all right also i love albatross that's Bite on, me that's on the pious bird of good omen <laughs> yeah it okay, is yeah, good yeah then that is the pious bird of good omen the albatross Span? Yeah. And they can't land? Uh, I don't know. Do you ever see a video of an albatross trying to land? I don't think I want to see that. That scares me. Yeah, they just like <laughs> fall on their head. Oh. Yeah, pretty, well, I mean, they're fine, apparently, but yeah. Can't they be, like, they can be at sea for like months at a time, can't they? I I, sup- I don't really don't know enough I don't about know either. Albatr- I could be literally talking out of my ass. Uh, what, what was the, there's a literary reference to albatrosses. What's that? The albatross? Isn't that a poem? I don't know, man. I gotta look this up. Yeah, sure. The Albatross poem is by... Oh, yeah, it's The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner by Samuel Taylor Coleridge. Oh, not Iron Maiden? Uh, Iron Maiden has a song called The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner? Pretty sure. Is it just the text of this poem? I don't think so, but maybe. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> look it up. Spin that track. It's, it's about... I don't, I'm not gonna play Iron Maiden for you. You know I will. It's like this epic poem. It's like this really famous epic poem. And, and I've heard of that. And but there's like a 
the albatross that figures strongly in it, and I forget. I don't know. It's many pages long. I think it's near the end. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, after this, they released a double live album, because that's what you do before you release your third studio album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, lis- listen, listen. If you are releasing your third studio album, double live before it. Yeah, That's exactly. the rules. Double live. And it's called Fleetwood Mac, live in Chicago. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of Chicago. <laughs> they were on, uh, I don't know what record label they were on at that point, but then they started to join, they joined Immediate Records, and they put out a single called Man of the World. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, the B-side of Man of the World was actually a Kerwin-fronted new band, which was all of the members of Fleetwood Mac, except for Peter Green. I don't know how you can get away with that shit. Not a clue. Called (laughs) Earl Vince and the Valiants. And the single was called Somebody's Gonna Get Their Head Kicked In Tonight. Sounds like a Loretta Lynn song. It definitely does. (laughs) It definitely does. Uh, at this point, they were kind of like being like little head hunted by a couple uh, different record labels. Uh-huh. Uh, the Beatles actually wanted to sign them to Apple oh. at this point. Why didn't they? Um, apparently, Clifford Davis, their manager, chose Reprise, which is oh. like a Warner Brothers offshoot. All right. I guess. I don't know. Whatever. You're lost. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you, the Beatles. <laughs> I, I wonder whatever happened to the Beatles, though. Do you oh. think they were fine without Yeah, let me Fleetwood look it up. I, I wonder what happened to the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then they released their third studio album in September 1969. Uh, it was called Then Play On. Then Play On. Then Play On. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, Jeremy Spencer recorded a solo album of uh, 50s rock and roll that was again backed by everybody but Green. Huh. Yeah. Why, so, though? I don't know, man. Green, I'm... I think just Green had a thing going on. Did he? Was he like a little bit of a, I don't know, like hard to work with? I think so. Maybe. Up until this point in 1970 when he decided to get mellowed out. Oh, yeah, just real chilled out. Yeah, I put I wrote down, Green gets freaky on LSD. <laughs> uh, he was in Germany at a hippie commune. Okay. And apparently um, all of the drinks were spiked with acid, and it was bad acid. Oh, great. And Wonderful. I, think, I read like a little snippet of an interview um, where I think it was nick fleetwood said like he just never he didn't come back the same <sighs> he was a completely different person he was just um he wanted all their money from their last studio tour to all go to charity uh-huh uh which i mean good yeah but the rest of the band's like Mm-mm. and then in <laughs> like, 70 sorry we're baby boomers <laughs> yeah it's like sorry homie uh so in april 1970 uh peter green actually just left the band oh yeah what a time to be alive when like you know you you were just always at risk of having of drinking something that was laced with bad acid for sure like getting dosed in Munich yeah like no thank you <laughs> somebody I know used to tell me a story of a guy and I've since come to learn that it's like kind of a trope that I anyways it was like um he was at a bus stop or like a bar or something like that and this biker or somebody some rough character sure said um hey man if you do this certain thing I'll give you ten hits of acid. Okay. And the guy's like, oh, amazing. Like, I'll do that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he, he gives him a tab of acid. And then he gives him something to drink it with. He uh, drinks it. Yeah. Then the guy goes, okay, cool. Give me my other nine. He's like, oh, you just drank them. 
apparently the guy what took the fuck? 10 all at once what the fuck yeah and then like went on like some like crazy but like, then does he like rob him or something uh i don't know what happened after that again this is like a fourth hand story oh, yeah, sure. that i heard that i but yeah like what's the point of that i don't know but i've th- th- what's the point of doing shit like that at all you know one time i was <laughs> Sorry to laugh about this, but my dad <laughs> got dosed with uh, ecstasy at, oh, a, no, at, a, Andy. Uh, at a pub in my hometown. <laughs> and we were all, it was this time of uh, time of the year they called the carnival, so it's like the big town celebration, uh-huh. the lobster carnival. Uh-huh. Oh, and, delicious. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> and we all went down to the, the local bar, and we were all drinking, and then all of a sudden my mom's like, where's your father? And I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> and then we all like she kind of like starts freaking out we're all drinking heavily uh-huh, sure. i get home and my dad's just like in the garden <laughs> freaking out just going like i'm on acid i'm on acid <laughs> and i'm like what are you talking about dad he's like i know what acid's like i'm on acid <laughs> and then i was like why are you on acid dad like, i don't know but my dad totally got dosed so i just sit there while being shit face drunk <laughs> like talking my dad down Wait, was it acid or ecstasy? I think it was ecstasy. Why he you... thinks it was acid. Oh, okay. Why do you think well, it was he? Uh, he was grinding his teeth a bunch. Oh, yeah. And he was like, kind of like, he was, he like was happy but scared. Hyperactive. Kind exactly. Of. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he, um, like, I kept telling them, I was like, Ted, if it was acid, it's a lot different than like whatever 70s acid you did. So yeah. I'm pretty sure it's eat. Drugs have come a long way, Dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, weird time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you haven't lived until you've helped your dad through an ecstasy trip in the garden. <laughs> so good. Especially when, like, you don't expect it. <laughs> like, ecstasy is one of those things that, like, like I'm not a huge drug guy, but, like, you know, if you're going to take it, you're, like, looking to have a good time. If sure. You, if you don't know, it's just, like, great. Like, my it, heart's racing. I'm crazy. I could <laughs> imagine that being very off-putting if you didn't understand what you were in for. For sure. And, again, another thing where it's, like, what? Yeah, why? 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 What is the point of doing that? Yeah, I don't get it. a stranger. It. Like, yeah. what are you getting out of that? Not a clue. Uh, where are we? We're at uh, Then Play On. We're talking about acid. Oh, yeah. Green gets freaky. Yeah. Um, yeah, he leaves the band, and then this is kind of like their transitional period, oh. 1970 through 74. Yeah, I think your ride's here. Yeah. I just heard that. <laughs> uh, Christine Perfect joins the band at this point. Oh, is she perfect? a band perfect? called Chicken Shack. Yeah. Yeah. It's she, the chicken shack. It's that's a not, little. That's not a thing. That's swear. not a thing. No. <laughs> chicken shack, baby. You can get some e- eggs. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I hate this. We shouldn't do this when I'm tired. <laughs> I'm exhausted and it's hot in my apartment. Uh, where are we? Oh, this is their fourth studio album, Kiln House. Uh, yeah, Christine Perfect, aka Christine McVie. She go married. Yeah, she's gonna marry our boy, John McVie. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Kiln House, <laughs> that's the album. Uh, then they put out another compilation album called The Original Fleetwood Mac. And yeah. at this point, something really weird happens. Uh, Jeremy Spencer said he's gonna step out and get a magazine. Okay. And just never comes back. Well- <laughs> He's just like I'm out. He's just like, oh, oh, hi, hi, fellas. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna step out and get a magazine. Yeah. <laughs> and then where they did find him, where what? they did found him. Oh my god. <laughs> and then where they did find him <laughs> was with the Family International, no, aka the Children of God no. Church. Yeah. Oh. Uh, 
It was founded in Huntington Beach, California in 1968. It was originally named the Teens for Christ. Uh, It was later renamed and reorganized as the Family of Love, which was eventually shortened to the Family and is currently named the Family International. And it is a garbage, garbage, garbage cult. Yes, it's a very, very sketchy organization that's been under a ton of scrutiny. Um, They've been proven to... Not good. That's all I can say. Yeah. Don't look it up, people. Lots of abuse. Yeah, it's really gross. Very similar to our own local cult that nobody believes me in Kingston, the Yellow Deli. Oh, that was in Kingston. I mean, there's cults all over, to be honest. But the Yellow Deli is all over the place. The Yellow Deli is like... international um, or whatever? Yeah, I think they have like, well, at least Canada and the US. They have like a whole bunch of different... um, uh, chapters because they are what are they the yellow deli is actually so it's an actual deli in kingston that you can go eat at oh and they also serve like um uh or sorry they, they sell like local products the company that i own they actually got a hold of me one time wanting to sell our products there and you were like i'm not into your cult yeah, i literally was like no <laughs> and my partner at the time was like well why not and i was like check this out <laughs> so the yellow de- deli is essentially known as a it's like an, an, a, a way to recruit people for the 12 tribes. Oh. Um, it's a cult. It branches. Yeah. I'm just reading right now. The Yellow Deli is essentially the 12 tribes purse. The cult is branched, has branches and communities across the world, each running shops and cafes to earn money. The 12 tribes believe that in order for Jesus' second coming to occur, they must raise 144,000 perfect male virgins who will be killed around the year 27 what the fuck yeah what the fuck? so yeah there's there's freaky deaky shit all over the place yeah, that's weird that's like the antithesis of the source family where they're running a deli instead of a vegetarian restaurant or a dope ass band <laughs> yeah right oh man <laughs> yahoo uh, oh, 13 man. oh man <laughs> What did he play? Was it just a gong? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) And like, just like, went like, (laughs) just yelling. But their music is great. I mean, Something that I would say was similar to Yahweh. Yahweh? Yahweh? What is it? I think it's Yahweh. Yahweh 13? Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah, Yeah. it's been a while. uh, (laughs) When he had that Rolls Royce for a while. There's a great documentary on the Source family. This is what I'm referencing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I would highly recommend it. We'll definitely play some Source family as well. (laughs) Because, like, yeah, 70s are weird, man. Yeah. 70s is a straight up freaky deaky time. Yeah. (laughs) Um,. At this point, since Spencer left, they actually had uh, Peter Green come back for oh. a little bit. Oh, okay. Just to complete a tour. Sure. Um, but the thing is, is that Peter Green refused to play anything that he wrote. Okay. And he only wanted to play new songs. Okay. And his buddy Nigel Watson had to come with him and play congas. Uh... So yeah, he was there for like two weeks. Sure. And they were like, okay, see ya. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> Can you go get a magazine? <laughs> <laughs> so to replace Peter Green, who replaced Spencer, they hired Bob Welch. Just sure. some dude to play guitar again. Yeah. You know what you do when you're trying to keep things low drama? You hire a guy named Bob Welch. Exactly. Yeah, done. <laughs> uh, 
fifth studio album. They put out Future Games. Love it. Yeah. I uh, love it. Wasn't a hit in the UK, but they started picking up steam in the US at this point. It's a good it's a good album. Yeah, There's a lot of bangers on it. On it. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite banger? On uh it? I do like I do like the title track. I like Future Games. I like Sands of Time. I like all of them. Honestly, I feel like it's a, a really good album like front to back. Okay. And I just feel like it's like super chill. Okay. Like it always it kind of keeps the same tempo throughout. So it's like a really nice background album too. Deal. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. What's happening after this? Their sixth studio album was Bear Trees. I didn't write anything about it. Yeah. Uh, in 72, uh, Kerwin uh, became a booze hound. And he throws a fit on stage. He like mm-hmm. uh, broke a guitar, kind of went crazy, oh, and Fleetwood fired him. Get out of here. Yeah. Daddy says no. Exactly. <laughs> on the seventh album, uh, Penguin, they hired Bob Weston to replace Kerwin. And uh, Dave Walker. And then they fired Walker. Did you find anything about the penguin thing? Like, why a penguin? What's I'm not sure why penguin? it was called penguin. There isn't a song on the album called Penguin. I don't really get the penguin thing. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Not a clue. All right. After that, they put out their eighth album, which is called Mystery to Me. And this album was set to be a hit. It was a pretty decent album. It, had, it was on its way going up the charts. Then when they went on, they were about to go on tour for it. Uh, Weston had an affair with Jenny Boyd Fleetwood, <gasps> Mick Fleetwood's wife, Bye. and Mick Fleetwood was devastated and stopped the tour completely. Oh yeah, we so, talked about this Boyd before. Yeah. Ah uh, yes. Yes, it's um, uh, what is it? George Harrison's Sis- wife's sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's such a. Um, can I just tell you about the cover for this album? Sure. Can I describe it to you? So uh, we're looking at we're on a beach. And there is a mandrill, like a type of gorilla. Uh, the mandrill appears to be crying, and it is eating some cake, and also has taken a bite out of a book. <laughs> like, what are they doing? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, this this album cover, too, I was like trying to figure out who did it, and apparently it remains a mystery to everyone. Nobody knows who drew it. Well, uh, there's like some uh, stuff online that says it's attributed to someone who just called themselves Modula. Okay. Um, they, we know that they also did like, so they did Fleetwood Mac's Mystery to Me. They did Penguin, the cover of Penguin. Okay. They also did Camel's Mirage and Camel's uh, Snow Geese. Something like that. I don't know. I mean, that's why I was listening to Camel. Sure, okay. <laughs> it all comes back and to then, Camel. And then a Curved Air album, too. Air. Cut Air? Curved Air? Cut Air? Curved Air, air yeah. yeah. Curved Air. Yeah. The album is called Cut Air. <laughs> yeah. Of, of course. You know who else sucks? Curved Air. For sure. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. They fucking suck. <laughs> Did you know that there was a member of Curved Air in the fake Fleetwood Mac in 1974. <laughs> I forgot his name already, and it doesn't really matter. No. So basically their manager, um, Davis, said he owned the name Fleetwood Mac. And since um, 
Mick Fleetwood decided to stop the tour. That makes no sense because neither of those names are his name. Right? <laughs> so, when Fleetwood stopped the tour because Weston was having an affair with his wife, uh-huh. Davis said that he was basically blacklisted because he, he had all these spots booked and da 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 At one uh-huh. point he said like he'd, he'd worked too hard to have his career ruined by... Uh, by musicians or something like that, by ungrateful musicians or something. Oh my God, get over yourself. <laughs> so, Davis hired a band called Legs. Legs? Legs. Like, you got legs and you know how to use them? Yeah, like the things <laughs> I use to go out and get a magazine. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he just started a band called The New Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> and he told all these members of Legs that... <laughs> Fleetwood would be joining them on the tour after two shows. And your boy Mick Fleetwood did not. And he also said, why would I do that? Um, oh my god. But, Jokes. at this point, they said it was, oh, there was a huge court battle over, uh-huh. like, who owned the name. Yeah. There was a settlement. I think it was, um, I think it was Mick Fleetwood said that it was it was fine in the end. It was all settled somehow. Daddy settled it. Daddy, daddy figured it out. <laughs> but he said he was really happy because at this point they decided to leave the UK and move to California. Ah, uh, yes. Um, at this point, they started going into their ninth studio album called Heroes Are Hard to Find, uh-huh. where they hired a guy named Doug Graves to play backup keyboard to Christine McVie. Oh. But Christine McVie didn't like him. Great. And the rest of the band decided that Christine McVie didn't need backup keyboards. Uh-huh. But then hired a guy named Bobby Hunt to play backup keyboards. What's going on, guys? Who they also just fired. Oh, my God. So it, 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 there was a oh lot God. of shit going on at this point. It's exhausting. Like, exactly. <laughs> but uh-huh. at this point, yeah. after um, what I was... Heroes Are Hard to Find, they start working on their 10th album. Right. Which is their second uh, self-titled, self-titled album. Because <laughs> you can do that, apparently. <laughs> exactly, right. <laughs> um, and this was a complete rebirth of the band because yeah. of the addition of... Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham. And I'll never make you sad again Cause I swear that I've changed Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham were a duo yeah. um, from California. They had one album out called Buckingham and Nicks. Um, great album, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, it's good. Uh, the producer of this album heard, I forget which song, one of the songs off of that, and said, well, maybe you should, like, uh, Buckingham, maybe you should audition. Oh, yeah. And Buckingham got in touch with Fleetwood Mac and he said he would join on one condition <gasps> that uh, Stevie Nicks was also able to join. Oh, okay, great. So at this point, we get into like you know the the classic Fleetwood Mac that we know and love. You know, what I mean? well that most people know, right? Like, because it's like everything. I feel like you know the Peter Green Fleetwood Mac. Like people are like, oh, it was just like an album or two, but it was like ten albums. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, to be fair, the Peter Green Fleetwood Mac was like five albums. I don't know, man. <laughs> well, no, because he left. He left. Hold oh, on. Oh, yeah. I got Sorry, right... Peter Green. But like so, like Fleetwood Mac and it's like early iteration pre 
Lindsay Buckingham and Pre Stevie Nicks. Yeah, it's for like sure. Is yeah. is nine albums. Yeah, yeah. Plus a whole bunch of compilations and yeah. live albums and tours and like it's a decade of work. No, well maybe not a, at least eight years. It's a, it's pretty much a decade. Yeah. Yeah. But with this album, they get their first like major number one hits. Yeah. Uh, I think their first number one was Rhiannon. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. A um a uh, Stevie Nicks pen jam. And definitely a departure from all the dad blues they've been playing prior to oh, this. Oh, big time. It was a completely different sound. Yeah. Like, like, very, very similar to the sound on Rumors, but like a little different, I find. Yeah. It's like a pre, it's like a precursor to Rumors, Yeah, I guess. like Rumors Jr. Yeah, kind of. Rumors June. But yeah. it is a good album. It's yeah, a, it's a great album. Yeah. yeah it's got yeah, a, yeah. what's it called on it too? Landslide. But time makes you bolder, even children get old. Yeah, landslide, good song. Yeah, yeah, great record. And that's that's what we got up until uh, our next album, Rumors. So you can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> what? I don't know. Stacy coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> it just took us a really long time to do Fleetwood Mac. I got really impatient. <laughs> it did. It did. It was yeah. It took a while. Uh, well, let's go into our soft focus. Oh, soft. So I'll ask you this now, ask you one time, tell me all your favorite songs and I'll tell you mine, oh, I, I want to hear them all back to back, oh, I, I want to know about Fleetwood Mac. to start. You start. I get to go first. Sure. Okay. Love it. Um, so I feel like I chose some, I think I chose some Fleetwood Mac from kind of like every era. I did not. Oh, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, I would say that Tusk is my favorite Fleetwood Mac album. I agree. Tusk and Future Games. Those would be like my top Fleetwood really? Macs. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Future Games is a great album. Okay. Um, so yeah, I chose That's All for Everyone. You got Good. That's a great song. Yeah. Uh, Walk a Thin Line, even though they're pretty much like the same song, but I love, yeah. I love it too. Um, then Hold Me. hold me off of oh um it's from mirage okay yeah yeah uh i don't know it right offhand honestly you do know it i can't probably i was i i can't remember if i told you guys this last time but i was on hold with like the 
Oh, yes. Um, the Rexall or something. And they were, they were definitely playing Hold Me. And I was like, this is very appropriate. Love it. Love it. <laughs> um, then my fourth is Future Games slash Sands of Time because I couldn't choose between them. Damn. Okay. Your first slash. The tie. Okay. The tie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then number five is Songbird. Ooh, nice. I mean, you can't go wrong with no, Songbird. No, no. Uh, we share two. Which ones? Uh, we share Songbird. Songbird? Songbird? <laughs> we share Songbird. And uh, that's all for everyone. Oh, yeah, I yeah. really like those songs a that's lot. That's all for everyone. It's just such a jam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also have Sisters of the Moon. Oh, yeah. Which I really, really like. A lot of these songs I really like because I watched that like live documentary and they, oh, they were yeah. just really, really, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my god what's that song off of mirage no not mirage uh oh my god i just did it as a uh, oh my god i'm so bad everywhere oh <laughs> uh, yes yeah. big fan of everywhere yeah everywhere is a great song and i am also going to throw in gold dust woman oh wow i okay. really like gold dust woman. wow it's my introduction to fleetwood Mac. that of hole. via hole i was gonna say yeah, most all roads lead to hole no they don't no it's true <laughs> they don't. it's true i think most roads lead away from hole to be honest <laughs> true true uh but yeah those are my favorite honestly all right uh cool. what about your bottom two um <laughs> uh my bottoms were it's not that funny Okay, I'm gonna say it right now. Also, I fucking hate that song. Me like too, every, man. like I said it before, and I just like I can't reiterate enough. If you want to throw me into a blind rage, if you want someone to possibly lose their life, you could put on that song or Brown Eyed Girl, and I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna lose it. Wow, I'm gonna put <laughs> both of them together. No, don't you fucking dare! I'll come to your house at night and murder you. <laughs> Fair. I know where you live. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, I also hate that song. Oh, so I right off the bat, that's also on mine. It sucks. 
Yeah. Like, how did that make that cut? No, I, I hate it. I feel like he was just like, everyone was just too tired to like argue with him. And they were like, fine, Lindsay, you can put this dumb song on the album. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, it's like, who cares? Okay. Maybe evidence that he is, in fact, a loose cannon. And he was like, if we don't put this song on, I'm going to... I don't know. <laughs> did you cut off all my hair with a pair of No, not all your luscious locks. <laughs> he did on Tusk. He cut all his hair off and started wearing suits. And he cut all his hair off with, like, hairs off with an actual, like, nail trimmer. Oh, God, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. Like, like one of the ones that, like, flips open and you just, it's like a little mouth. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, the little one that eats your fingies. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Apparently, he went to the bathroom, like, during the recording of Tusk, and then just came out, and people were like, whoa. So he was the original Deb from Empire Records? Yes. <laughs> yes. Who was that? Who played her? It was Robin Tunney. It was, was Robin also Tunney. in the craft. Yes, she was. And she didn't have hair. She had to wear wigs in the craft because she had cut off all of her hair when she did Empire Records. My old roommate once watched the craft and then opened up the back door of our apartment and just threw it out <laughs> onto the street. And he said, that's enough of that. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and there used to be a message board for like the town we lived in with like for musicians. Just, there was a thread by him that just said, if anybody wants a copy of the craft, I just threw it out my back door. <laughs> and we looked out a little while later and it was gone. <laughs> Did you see the new craft? I haven't watched it yet. I do have to watch it. Don't bother. You don't. You really don't. I, no, I do have to watch okay, it. Okay, have re fun. research purposes, I do have to watch what it. What research purposes? Uh, which research? I Yes. <laughs> fine. Have fun with that. All right. Fine. Uh, um, other bottom. Oh, Diane. I will always. Will you stand by me? Always. Because love is like a grain of sand. Slowly slipping through your That's a bad song. Yeah. Another, like, Lindsay, what the fuck? Yeah, not a good song. Yeah. Uh, my other bottom is Oh Daddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Daddy. You soothe me with your smile. You're letting me know you're the best thing in my life. Oh, Daddy. Um, just because it, like, it just, it ruins rumors. You say ruins weird. Why? Yeah. What do I say? Say it again. Runes. You say it runes like it's like R U N E S. Like you're gonna like you're some kind of Norse uh, like fortune I'm telling into sex game. magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like how do you tell the difference between runes and ruin? Well, in my head, I so if you go to it. some ruins and you want to throw runes, how are you going to talk about that? That's a situation that will never come up <laughs> ever. Maybe it will. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Sex magic. <laughs> 2021. Runes have nothing to do with sex magic. They can. <laughs> they most definitely can. I mean, can. to be fair, anything can have something to do with sex magic. <laughs> For sure. I mean, isn't there like uh, like spilling your seed on runes that you make? And uh, sigils? Uh, I, don't, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> sex magic. <laughs> Neither... <laughs> Bye, everybody. Okay, bye. <laughs>